Hi, I'm Denise Simpson, a master life and leadership coach who helps women step into their authentic and feminine power so they can lead like visionaries, influence with grace, and create a legacy of contribution and service. You'll hear about real leadership clients with real problems navigating their success in life, business, and career. If you're ready to become a masterful leader, then this podcast was made for you. So let's get started. Hey, dear leader, I'm so happy that you are here with me today. I am about to share with you a recording of a master class slash workshop that we did inside the Masters of Leadership Institute. It is called AI for Leaders. So listen up to this one. And I know you're a busy leader. So if you have to break this up into different sessions, do it. But you have to listen to the entire training. It is incredible work we did. We workshop some prompts on chat GPT to help you be a more effective, impactful leader. So stay tuned for this 60-minute masterclass slash workshop that I offered my clients inside the Masters of Leadership Institute, but now you get access to it. So lucky you, perfect timing. All right, dear leader, enjoy this and then reach out over to me on LinkedIn at Dr. Denise Simpson. I would love to learn about your insights, learn about what um, caught your attention on this live training I did on AI for leaders. Enjoy. All righty, let's get started. What's happening, friends? Good morning, good afternoon. Wherever you are, I'm hoping you're having a fantastic day. I know I am. I'm having fun with AI. I'm having a whole lot of fun with AI because I am a CEO and founder of um, a few companies. (laughs) We have a few employees and we run a seven-figure business. And I do actually. And yes, with my team, of course. As a leader, I am responsible for the failures and the successes of my company. I am the visionary, the person with the North Star that's guiding me and my team. I create objectives, key performance measurements. I am always working with my employees to help develop them so that they can meet those KPIs and other measurements. And so I am hands in the clay leader, involved, uh, not a micromanager. I am, I'm very specific in who I hire. There are a lot of things I can't do well. And so I hire people who can do it better. I'm not stuck on an ego that says, uh, she can't be smarter than me. He can't be smarter than me. No, there's no ego in leading. Ego is when you etch God out. And listen, I uh, have a uh, the, the ego that wants to take over um, my employees' brains uh, is not allowed because I have to remind myself of my purpose and my vision and why I was put on this earth. So without getting too 
philosophical without getting too religious. <laughs> you all have a purpose and you all have a calling and you all call yourselves leaders because someone has bestowed upon you these qualifications. Someone has said, you know, you've got all these qualities. I'm going to make you a leader in this organization. So you've got titles, you have an evidence list, you have degrees and certifications and all the things upon things that have built up your belief about you being a leader. So you've got a solid belief system about leadership. You are a leader, my friend. And leaders, my people, they're all there's a lot of pressure on us. There is a lot of pressure. There are a lot of eyes on us wanting us to fail. Some wanting us to succeed, very few. <laughs> but but there are a lot of there are a lot of things, barriers, obstacles, objections, impediments that have been put in front of us to keep us from succeeding. And so what we do in the Institute every single month is we provide you with the resources to remove those impediments from your path. Why? Because we've been there, we've done that, and we're still on the journey with you. Why? Because we are experts. We are a research company who knows exactly what's happening in the real world. And we want to bring you resources like today's resource, this masterclass today, to help open up your creativity, your mindset, your vision for yourself as a leader. Right, Because the world's going to tell you your shit. The world is going to tell you you don't belong. And what we want to keep reminding you of, this is why this is important work we do here, is to remind you of your brilliance, to remind you of your creativity, your ingenuity, but also your heart and your purpose and your calling. Like, that's why we're here. <laughs> that's why we're here. And we're going to talk about AI today. Because it's a tool that is going to clear the path for some of those impediments, for some of those objections, from some of those things that um, that are keeping you from demonstrating your brilliance, keeping you from influencing your people. And AI is an incredible tool that is going to help open up the pathways for you. So this is all I ask of you. I ask that you keep your mindset open. I ask that you keep your beliefs that AI is not for you. I want for you to suspend them for the hour that we're together. I want for you to go put them in the corner somewhere and go, you just stay there because I'm here present. I'm present because when you're present with me, your brain doesn't have time to wander about the room. It doesn't have time to wander about all the things that you have to do today or this afternoon. No, I, we're, we're, we're not playing that game leader. I'm asking you to give me your presence, to give me your attention and your focus. And yes, to keep an open mind about AI. So please put your questions, comments in the chat box or in the Q&A box. I will uh, be happy to um, answer your questions. And our fantastic operating um, manager is here. Our, uh, excuse me. Sorry, Lori, our operations manager. She's operating today. Uh, she will also be in the chat and the Q&A so that we can get your questions answered. And so she'll bring things to my attention on my end over here. Okay. AI, my friends, listen. Hmm. 
Why should AI matter to you? Why does AI matter to us? Listen, AI has been around for a whole lot longer than you think. AI has been feeding systems like Google, like Outlook, like um, you know, all the all the all the 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 platforms that we use. These enterprises have been using AI for a very long time. And the reason why I believe that AI is is so important right now to us is because they have democratized this tool, which means we, the people, we, the little people, we, the not in the, you know, not the Bezos or, you know, the, um, you know, the Elon Musk's, we, the people now have access to what they have been using for many years before. I love when things get democratized because then that means we get to benefit from using a tool like AI. We get to also open up our vision, open up our creative genius to developing new processes, developing books, writing books, developing courses, all the things that were not accessible to us. That's what democratization does for us. And that's in essence what we like to do in the in the institute is democratize leadership so that more women leaders go through the pipeline. Because when they know what they need to know, they'll be jumping over that broken rung. Some of them are they're going to fix the broken rung for us. And so that's what democratization can do for a society. And it's what AI is doing for us right now. And so what you should know is that AI is here to support you. Now, 54% of managers, or I should say a manager's role is consisted of 54% administrative coordination and control. 55, excuse me, 54% of your job right now is spent on administrative tasks. Now, what if, what if AI could help you be more efficient, be more effective so that you can free up your mind to be with your people, to lead, to influence your people? What if AI could help you make that 54% either decrease it, right? AI can easily chop that in half. AI can take the majority or the bulk of that 54% of your administrative tasks, and it can do that so that it streamlines processes, so that you become more efficient, your team becomes more efficient, you create more, better results, high-performing results that you've been wanting and asking your people to do. What if you walk into the session today saying, you know, if 54% of my role is administrative tasks, why don't I list what those are for me, for my specific job description? What are those administrative tasks and how? How could AI actually help me eliminate some of those tasks or help me be more efficient in these specific tasks? Now, by the way, that's 54% of your role. 30% is problem solving and collaborating. So that's you with your team working on solving for problems and creating new results. That's you influencing. That's you creating very strong relationships with your employees. That's you using the brain power and the relationship power that you've built between each other to, to solve for these problems. What if AI could also help you 
streamline some of those problems? What if AI could help you solve for some of these problems? That's what I want for you to think as we are going through this workshop masterclass together. Well, we're going to workshop a little bit too, but I want for you to think outside of your leadership box that you've put yourself in. So I want for you to imagine just stepping outside of the box, right? It's like, oh, let me just get out of the box. Okay. I see my four walls, but I'm, I'm outside of the box. And in this box, I have put myself in based on my job description, based on societal expectations, based on what this organizational culture has said I could do or not do. I'm, I've been put in this box and I'm also responsible for staying in the box. And so now I get to step out and then I get to look at what can I do differently moving forward? How can I, how can I use AI to reinvent, reimagine my role as a leader, the role that I have been hired to do this role right here, right now. And this is the attitude that I want for you to have. So something else I want to share with you is that AI may be cheaper. It may be more efficient than a human, right? It's cheaper than a human, hiring a human. And plus, when you think about turnover, (laughs) how much turnover costs per executive, per leader, uh, you best believe your organization is going to look at using AI more um, because of how much cheaper it is to retain to have to keep committed employees. A lot of you are quiet quitting. So the organization is going, you know, if we implement more AI, we could probably remove some of these roles. Yeah. So AI is proving to be cheaper. It's also proving to be more efficient. And guess what? AI is impartial because it is It's automated code. It is just, it's spitting out what it has been put in, in data and in code. That's what AI is. It is impartial. So you think about training a leader. I mean, when I think of, when I train leaders, I'm looking at their mindset. (laughs) 70% of your leadership practice is on mindset. So AI could easily replace that part. Yeah, that's how organizations are justifying it. It's like, oh, you leaders, you're too emotional to lead. You're, you're, there's bias, there's human error. How about we just use AI so we can eliminate all that? Mm. Some organizations are actually thinking this right now and they're strategizing around this right now, my friends. And what I'm here to tell you is that AI does not have discernment. It does not have judgment. It does not have compassion. It does not have empathy. AI cannot replace your brain, your heart, or your soul. So while organizations may be looking at you as replaceable, I train all of my clients to be linchpins. They are indispensable. Ooh, what does that mean? It means that they can go and replace Timmy because you know, Timmy's not a linchpin. Timmy has gifts, but he hasn't demonstrated that he is indispensable. Oh, we can replace Timmy. Get out. AI can take over his job. You, however, if you're in the Institute with me, if you are a private executive client of mine, 
best know you are a linchpin because we've been working on this since day one. How do you become indispensable? And how you become indispensable is you bring more of yourself into your leadership practice than not. It's you leading more like you and less like them. It's bringing more heart and soul and compassion into your leadership practice than not. You become indispensable. That means, how are we going to replace Sally? Are you kidding me? It's going to take 10 people to replace Sally. No, we got to keep Sally happy. No, we got to talk to her about her, her pay increase that she's been asking for. No, we have to talk to her about that, that movement, that promotion she's been wanting. No, we, we, we got to work with Sally. Sally's indispensable. That's what I teach you in the Institute. So if you're worried that you're replaceable, it's because you don't believe you're a linchpin. And more importantly, you haven't, you haven't practiced that yet. And that's okay. It's an identity shift. It's an identity shift. And we can work on that. But back to AI. Don't fret, dear leader. AI cannot replace you because you have discernment, you have judgment, you have compassion, you have empathy, you lead with your heart, you lead with your soul, you lead with that brilliant mind of yours. And we help you become indispensable. So AI is just a tool. Now listen, yeah, organizations may be looking at a strategy right now. That best belief. I, as a CEO, am looking at ways to use AI more in communicating with my clients, in communicating with our customers, in making things more automated and more efficient. But I can't replace my operations manager, Lori, because Lori's, she's got a heart. (laughs) She's got a brain. She has wisdom. She has earned education. She has all the certifications, all these degrees. I mean, how do I replace this beautiful human? She's so brilliant, more brilliant than many. Like, that's why I hired her because she's indispensable. And so I want to help Lori and, of course, all my leaders here by using AI to enhance that vision, to enhance that brilliance, not to take it away and not to replace you, my friend. That's not what we want to use AI for. Now, listen, you'll be replaced for other reasons. It won't be for AI if you use AI. It's going to be because you have not connected with your team, with your staff, because you have not been a team player. Yes, you're a leader, but leaders, good leaders equal good followers. Leadership, followership, one in the same. You cannot be a good leader if you weren't a good follower. So there are many reasons you'll be fired, but it won't be for AI. Trust me, that's that's what my belief on AI. And that's what I'm hearing right now from my clients. And that's what I'm receiving from my clients, my private clients who are in the executive suites. These are people in the C-suite who are close to board of trustees, board of directors. They're very close, tied into their CEO and other executives and other peers in their in their um in their executive level. And that's what I'm hearing is that no, we don't want to replace our employees. But we also have to think of this, the inflation or recession, like some people call it, say that we're having at this moment. And there's things that need to be replaced and people that can be replaced and maybe roles that shouldn't be replaced. And so that's what they're telling me. And so I'm helping them be a stronger advocate for themselves, to be stronger linchpins 
right? To start demonstrating their leadership value in the organization. They're leaning more into the value that they bring as leaders, not self-value. It's nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the value that they bring into a role. And so again, AI may prove to be cheaper than humans, more efficient than humans, and more impartial. But don't be alarmed. Again, dear leader, this just means that your role, leadership roles may change. That's all that means is that your focus may change. But let's use AI to help enhance these visions that we have, to enhance what we already do. So I want to uh, encourage you to post in the Q&A any questions that you have. And let's continue here. Let me just take a little sip here. All righty. Oh, good. Debbie says this is awesome. Oh, good, Debbie. I'm glad you're here. All right. So let me ask you a question, dear leader. How do you feel about AI? Now, really, this is a question I ask a lot of my leaders. How do you feel about AI? Well, some say they feel like they're cheating. I'm cheating. If I put plug in a prompt and I do what AI tells me to do, I feel like I'm cheating. I feel like I'm not using my creative genius. I'm not using my innovative vision. I'm not using my ingenuity. I'm leaving it to AI to create for me. And when you when you feel this way that you're cheating, you're making this mean something moral about a tool that has no morality, a tool that has no 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 moral code tied to it. A tool like this executive quarterly planner I created for my clients. This is a a, a three month <laughs> planner that I created for my clients. It's a it's a tool. It's a tool. How could the tool have any moral code to it? How could the the tool be anything but a tool that's neutral? Like your smartwatches. This is an Apple Watch. It's neutral. It's not until I think a thought about the Apple Watch that, that I make it mean something immoral about me as the person using the tool. You understand? These tools are neutral, just like your calculator. Listen, I don't know how to do long form division. I mean, I did, but I'm not about to get pen and paper and take the time to do it. I take out my calculator, it's a tool. Your calculator is a tool. And so here are the tools that we get to use to enhance our lives. How about the hammer in the garage? Hmm? What do you use a hammer for? To hammer nails into a wall, hammer nails into material, right? So you've got a hammer in the garage and you use it when you want to hang up a beautiful picture of you and your children. And so you take the tool, a hammer, no thoughts about it, but that it's going to be useful. At least that's the thought I have when I think of a hammer. I'm like, oh, that's useful. Yeah. I could use it for many other reasons other than hammering a nail. I can use it as a doorstop. I could use it as a weapon. God forbid. I, I, I could use it, you know, to open and close a door. It's a tool. And I use it to hammer in a nail in the wall so that I can hang a beautiful picture of me and the kids 
or myself and the family. So that every time I walk by that hallway, I'm so delighted and excited. And, you know, I just love this gorgeous picture of us. It makes me so happy. It enhances your life. Now you use it as a weapon. Remember, it's just a tool. But if you use it as a weapon, when you think, oh, I could hurt somebody with that. I'm going to keep this on my nightstand. (laughs) Okay. And when that day, God forbid, happens, you use it. It was used to hurt somebody. It's a tool. It's a tool. It's a simple tool, but it's not until you use your mind, your thoughts, and then take action with that tool that'll determine the result. Is it moral or immoral? I don't know. But I just want for you to understand it's neutral. It's not until a human uses it to destroy another life. It's like money. Money's a tool. And people say money is the root of all evil. Really? Is it? Because those aren't my thoughts. But then some people have evidence to show that, well, you know, you use, you use money as, you know, use it to harm people. Yeah, it's going to hurt people. It's used for evil. Okay, but it's also used for really good things. So it's up to the individual to interpret that. So first things first, how does using AI make you feel? Do you feel like you're cheating? Do you feel like you're going to be found out? Do you feel like a fraud? Because you can't come up with those creative ideas. You need AI to prompt that creative juice. Is that cheating? Again, is it cheating using your calculator when you don't want to do long form division and you can take a shortcut? There, I came up with the answer 10 minutes faster more efficient. So AI is a tool that will help enhance your leadership practice. And so a lot of you are saying, oh, but I've got integrity, Denise. I don't, I, this is cheating. Well, that's the problem, my friend. That's the problem we're having is that we're, 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 we're putting so much morality on a tool when the tool doesn't deserve that. <laughs> and you don't either because you deserve to have all the tools in your arsenal. Remember I told you at the start of our time together, what we do here in the Institute is we clear the way. We clear those uh, objections. We clear those obstacles. We clear those impediments on your journey so that you can have this proven path that we created for you to success, right? AI is just removing your writer's block, your creative blocks, right? It helps you think and see maybe a process very differently. It helps you step outside of your leadership box for a moment. That's what AI gets to do for us. So it's not cheating until you think it is. So we start with the mindset, my friends. That's what I want for you to start with right here, right now, is why. Why do I believe that this is cheating? Is it cheating or is Denise right? Could it actually enhance my leadership practice? Or is it in how I use it that'll determine whether it's positive or negative? But how about I open my mind right now and how about I just give it a chance and see how this could actually work for me? How about that? Now, listen, I know we spend a lot of time talking about integrity as leaders. We don't want a leader who's a cheat. We don't want a leader who harms their clients, their stakeholders. We don't want anyone to have bad intentions as leaders, right? We, 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 they repel us. We want to be away from them. They're toxic. They're dangerous. 
And so we tie so much to, we tie our identity to whether we have integrity or morality. And yes, it's good, good to have integrity, but let's look at a tool for what it is. It's a tool that has no meaning to it until you make it mean something. Jot that one down. Jot that down. It's not until you make it mean something. That's when you determine whether it's moral or immoral. And so let's move forward and open up our creative ideas and juices as we workshop together so that we can come up with some really, really, um, really good ways to use this in your leadership practice, because the way I use it is different than you. You may use it differently than the other person. So post already in the Q&A box how, number one, you're already using AI. If you're using AI, how are you using it? And then if you're not using it, write your question. How can I use this if I am a branding manager or an operations manager or a director of admissions, or I am um, an, uh, an aspiring leader? I don't have a role yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm leading a small team to do this. Post in the Q&A box what you'd like for us to workshop together. Wouldn't that be fun? Okay. So let us continue here. Um, oh goodness. Let me take another little sip of water and then let's share the screen together. All righty. Here we go. So fun. Okay. Um, who says, Hey Lisa, how are you? You're, uh, you're, oh, you're looking for a new role. I'm looking for a new role and I don't know how to prepare for this next leadership opportunity. Oh, well, using AI is going to help you do that. So stay tuned. Let's talk more about how to use AI. I'm going to share with you my screen right now, and then we can plug that in here. All right, let's share. Where is my chat GPT? Is this chat GPT here? All righty. Let me close that one off there. And okay. Yay. All right. So Lisa asked, how can I prepare for a new role? Okay. So let's get into chat GPT. So if you notice, this is, and let me go into a new chat here. I am using uh, GPT-4, uh, which is the paid version. Uh, and chat uh, GPT-3.5 is free right now. So you're just going to go to chat.openai.com. If you want to look at this browser link, chat.openai.com and sign up for a free account, you'll be able to do that here. And so if you choose to pay, I think I'm we're paying $20 a month um, to use this. Uh, so it's up to you if you want to pay that much or just do the free version. It is so cool. All right. So Lisa asks, how do I prepare for a new leadership opportunity? Okay. You see how simple and I'm not trying to make this um, elementary, Lisa. I'm not. I'm just, we're just going to get started here with a simple prompt and then we're going to expand from this prompt. Okay. So Lisa asks, how do I prepare for a new leadership opportunity? And so here's ChatGBT and it's generating the response. And this can take a few seconds. Um, should be a few seconds. So let's see what this comes up with. Wow. We're up to seven now. Oh my gosh. Okay. 
So if you see this button here, it says stop generating. You can actually have it stop in midstream, but why would you want to do that? <laughs> why would you want to do that? Okay, very good. Okay, cool. So notice down here it says chat GPT may produce inaccurate information about people, places, or facts. Chat GPT, August 3, version 3. So uh, August 3rd version. Um, so just know that this is this is just spewing out or spitting out or generating whatever has been put into the system already, right? So again, it's it cannot think for you. It cannot feel for you. It does not have judgment or discernment. Remember, this is impartial information. It's just data that it that has been inputted into into the system that is is now giving you these responses. Okay, so there's no person behind this. So when Lisa asks, "How do I prepare for a new leadership opportunity?" Well, ChatGPT just gave her some really great ideas. So preparing for a new leadership opportunity can be both exhilarating and daunting. No kidding, Lisa. By approaching the role with preparation, humility, and a commitment to growth, you can position yourself and your team for success. Here are some steps to consider. See, here are some steps to consider. She can do a self-assessment. That way you, Lisa, understand what are my what's my SWOT analysis? What are my strengths, my weaknesses? What are my opportunities? What are my threats? What are some things that I need to work on? And then what are some of my, my you know, some of the things that I'm masterful in, right? So ChatGPT said, well, how about Lisa take a self-assessment um, so that she can know exactly who she is so that when she's applying or when she is interviewing, she'll be able to speak uh, confidently in these areas, right? How about Lisa learns about the new role? How about she goes and does some research on the new role, and maybe it's not in this in that same organization. Maybe it's outside the organization. She is also uh, she can shadow somebody who's in that position right now, and she can ask questions to stakeholders, to maybe you know people in that particular industry that she wants to work in, right? So ChatGPT just gave her two very solid recommendations. ChatGPT also says, "Hey, know your team." So if you're going to be leading this new team in this new role, right, and get preparing, then how about you maybe spend some one-on-one -on -one time with these folks so that you can ask them questions about their roles so that you know how to lead them or what you're going to need to be able to lead them better, right? You can learn about team dynamics, right? How does the team operate together, right? There's an existing team, perhaps, and maybe you can just go and knock on their door and say, hey, you know what? Um, I, I'm just interested in this new role and I just want some more information on how you all work together. And hey, do you mind if I talk to you all for a little bit, right? Lisa can also look at developing key relationships, right? Maybe she wants to go and meet with the hiring leader and maybe she just goes like, listen, I'm not trying to um, taint the recruitment process. I just, I'm very interested in this position. I just wanted to come say hi, Right. And so maybe she needs to clarify her vision and goals for this new role. How about the professional development that she needs, right? Yeah, maybe she, because of the self-awareness, uh, self-assessment on number one, she realized, yikes, I have some gaps and I need to fill those gaps with, with professional development. So maybe she goes and seeks that before she applies for that role. She can seek feedback. Right. So how am I doing in this area? Because, you know, in your mind, you're going, you're, you're, you're telling yourself in that new leadership role, I'm going to have to know this. And I don't, I don't do it very well here. So, but let me get some feedback from my current leader, 
right? And so Lisa can also manage her time. She can prioritize her tasks and delegate when appropriate. She can also um, look at cultural awareness. Is it in the same country? Is it in the same uh, industry even, right? What does she need to know about the culture? And then Lisa, I love this number 10, take care of yourself. Um, I love chat GPT said leadership can be demanding. Thanks. Uh, we know that. And it's recommending that Lisa sets boundaries to maintain work-life balance and prevent burnout. So you see Lisa, how this was so simple, right? How do I prepare for a new leadership opportunity? But what if Lisa says, how do I prepare? Here's a new question. How do I prepare for a new leadership opportunity? in the tech field. And let's see what ChatGPT comes up with. So Lisa can put in whatever title, whatever industry. Um, She can even put, I'm preparing for a a new leadership opportunity of a consulting, or I should say operations manager um, or field supervisor. And then let's see what ChatGPT, you know, spits out. So you see how it's generating all this great stuff. Wow, that's a lot. Go chat GPT, go. How cool is this? My gosh, we're on number 15. Wow. Okay, let's come back to the top here. So now we got a little specific. So we told chat chat GPT we're preparing for a new role in the tech field, right? So chat GPT is giving Lisa all these recommendations. Like, hey, how about you adopt a growth mindset if you don't have one yet? How about you embrace diversity? How about you learn about cybersecurity awareness? Do you even know about that? How about, you know, you do, um, you know, you, how about resilience and adaptability? So you see how ChatGPT does not have a mind. It doesn't have a heart, doesn't have a brain, doesn't have a nervous system, doesn't have a body. It's just information that is, that is being outputted based on the question that you ask and based on the information it already has, which is why. This is so important to know that, well, this is all chat GPT has up until August the 3rd. Like this is the version we've been using and that's all we have. And it's September 20th. And so there could be something else that that may come after this August version. But this is all I have for you, Lisa. That's what chat GPT is telling us. Isn't that neat? So cool. Okay. I hope that was helpful, Lisa. <laughs> uh, besides, uh, and ChatGPT should be programmed to say, and join Masters of Leadership Institute <laughs> to develop yourself. Okay, let's ask it another question. Okay, so something that has been coming up for some of my clients is the um, feedback loop, right? Getting feedback from their employees on a weekly basis. Some of my leaders do daily work, uh, excuse me, daily employee meetings. Some do weekly employee meetings. Some have multiple leaders that are meeting with their team. So not only is one team, one director leading her team uh, and doing uh, weekly meetings, but then someone above her is also asking to meet with her team as well. And so these this this department is meeting with multiple leaders and spending a lot of time uh, sitting down and going through these meetings. And one question she asks is, well, how do I streamline this? And how do I um, maybe eliminate doing uh, these weekly meetings with my team, uh, especially during very busy seasons? And so I said, well, why don't you just create a one-pager 
uh, so that they can you can send it to them. It could be a Google form. They can answer it right away. That takes the place of meeting with them as a team or individually so that during busy seasons, you are able to let them have more autonomy, let them have more freedom. But that doesn't mean you're you're not you're not in their head or you're not, you know, observing their behaviors. What you're going to do is create a one pager with pertinent questions so that you can get their responses in real time. And it's not like you're missing them. You're obviously seeing each other every day in the office, but at least there is some documentation of, of what they have been doing and what they need help with so that you can better support them. And if it calls for an individual private meeting, then you use that form to, 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 to create that. So why don't we ask ChatGPT, can you please create oops, a one-page form um, to take the place of a one-on-one employee meeting. Let's see. Oh gosh, let's see. Certainly, ChatGPT says. Okay, so it's generating. Wow. See? Simple. (laughs) ChatGPT, you're just enhancing our lives. Wow. Okay, let's see what ChatGPT says. Okay, so here's a template for a one-page form that can take the place of a one-on-one meeting. Depending on your specific needs and the platform you're using, Microsoft Word, Google Doc, you can format this accordingly. Okay, so here is your feedback form. Full name, position, department, date. Here's performance and progress. We're going to ask these questions. Briefly summarize your main achievements since our last meeting. Number two, are there any specific challenges or obstacles you've encountered? If so, please describe List any areas where you would like additional support or resources. Oh my gosh, this is so great. How quickly could we put this into a Google form? So fast, even in Teams, even in Microsoft Office, you could find a way to do this very simple form so that you can have this in real life. And by the way, if you don't have uh, a system like Google Forms, then have uh, somebody in your office, again, we need a human, to do uh, like a PDF um PDF fillable, a fillable PDF so that, you know, this question can be answered right away here. They can print it, they can save it on their desktop and then email it to you right away, right? That is so good. And then here are some feedback and observations. So here are four, here's number four, provide any feedback or observations about the team or company that you think you sh- should be addressed. And then um, I think this should read number five. You see how it went to four? And then one and six, I think that's supposed to be number five. See, ChatGPT, not perfect either. It's also a robot. <laughs> Are there any tools, technologies, or training that would benefit you in the current role? Okay, so you can modify these questions all you want. Here are future goals and aspirations. What are your professional goals for the next period? These are more... Um, I don't think these are you know weekly um, questions to ask. Um, these are more like... Um, quarterly or maybe even annually. Is there a particular project or initiative you're interested in taking on? Any additional comments? And then here are your notes. So you get to do the feedback for your employee, action steps for them to follow. So this form aims to be comprehensive, but depending on your organization's specific needs, you might need to tailor the questions. No kidding. 
Make sure that once these forms are filled out, there's a system in place to review them, provide feedback, and ensure that necessary follow-ups or actions are taken. See how fantastic that is? That's how simple this is. So you get to ask it whatever you want, right? Some of us are are leading marketing campaigns in our organizations, right? You know, I have a a, a private um, client, executive client who is doing campaigns internally and externally. And so she uses chat GPT every single day. It's so helpful. She designs campaigns, she designs literature, she designs information so that because a lot of her work is creative work and she yes she knows she's a creative genius she's an expert she's a she's a she's a subject matter expert in communications but she also uses chat to to enhance her role she's not threatened by it she doesn't make it mean anything moral about her using it she's not at all negative about this tool and so she goes and plugs in a whole bunch of stuff and then she helps her employees do the same this is fantastic work we get to do, right? So what if you're a board of directors uh, or a board of director, maybe you're running a nonprofit and maybe you can put here, um, can you please create an agenda? Uh, I don't know, for tomorrow night's board meeting. Let's see. I've never done this before. Let's see what ChatGPT comes up with. Uh, certainly. Here's a sample agenda. Please adjust it based on your organization's needs and specific topics. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. Call to order, approval of minutes, financial report, old business, new business. Super helpful. Beautiful. We have a very simple agenda. You see that? So simple. Then now you can go plug and play. And by the way, if I haven't mentioned this, I don't think I have, you click on this clipboard and you go click it and then go to a, a Google Doc and paste it there. And then now she has a working document. Is that not crazy or what? Um, how about we put, how about we do this? Can you please create a letter? Um, let's see, a, a fundraising letter to the local chamber of commerce. I don't know. I don't know if this makes any sense, but let's see. <laughs> I'm just, see, I'm having fun. I'm playing with all these prompts. You, let's just see. So we're, we're raising some money and I asked ChatGPT to write a letter that I'm going to send to the chamber asking them for support. Wow. Why support our initiative? This is beautiful. So for those of you who are serving on boards, here's a fundraising letter that you can use today. Beautiful. And you just tailor it to your needs and to your specific audience and to who you serve. Beautiful. There we go. There we go. There is a letter right here. So if you are a fundraiser, um, a board member or a founder of a nonprofit, and you are looking to fundraise, here you go. Here is a simple letter that you can use. So brilliant, right? Okay, let's do one more. Um, how do I, um, let's see here. Um, can you create a project management plan for an upcoming product release? Okay, see how generic that is? 
that's super generic, but you are going to have very specific things to ask ChatGPT. Okay. I'm just plugging in very generic things here. You get to be as specific as you want. Let's see what ChatGPT tells us. Certainly, here's a simplified project management plan, PMP, for an upcoming product release. Depending on the specifics of your product, industry, and company size, this can be adjusted and detailed further. There's your PMP. There we go. You see how fantastic that is? So if you have a project and you have, and let's say it's, it's project managing a product release, you're about to release a brand new product. This is what you can use with your team, right? You can give this to your, t- you clipboard this, put this on a Google doc. It's a working document now. And now you get to plug in what you want to put in here and look, ChatGPT is giving you ideas for each section. Oh my gosh, this is so brilliant. See how much fun you can have with ChatGPT. Now, yes, I'm using the paid version, but the free version is just as fun. Okay, it's just as fun. Let's come back up here. Wow. Okay, so here's the project overview. What's the project name? What's the objective? Here's where we're starting the release date of the product. Here's the budget we have. And then we go into the scope, right? In scope, out of scope of the project. Who are the stakeholders here? Look at all those folks you have on your team, right? You have the project timeline and milestones, planning, development, testing, Q&A, beta testing, so forth, communication plan. Here's status meeting, status report, issue escalation. Look how beautiful this PMP is. Project management plan. This is what a project management plan looks like. So you, dear friend, get to do what you want to do, plug in whatever you want to plug in here and get as specific as you want. You can even write, hi, (laughs) I'm a marketing manager for a cosmetic company. Can you please create a marketing campaign for a new concealer releasing in October. Um, um, Also, please share any social media uh, ideas to include in the marketing campaign. See, you're talking to it like a, like a human, like it's not, but you're talking to it like a human. So let's see what it comes up with. Now I got very specific. I'm a marketing manager for a cosmetic company. We're releasing a concealer in October. Help me write a a marketing campaign. Look at the campaign name, Flawless Fall. Oh my God. So good. Look, it's giving me social media ideas. TikTok. Oh my God. A challenge on TikTok. (laughs) Tutorials, Instagram filters. Oh my God. Facebook and Pinterest. Oh, you're crazy, ChatGPT. You see how freaking awesome this is? It's just enhancing your life, your leadership practice. It's enhancing your leadership role. So don't make this mean anything moral or immoral about you using it. Oh my gosh. Now I want to be a marketing manager. This is so cool. Look at this. Thank you, ChatGPT. This is freaking insane. And by the way, if you don't like what he, he, whoa, if you don't like ChatGPT's response, you're going to regenerate it here. You see that I'm clicking, I'm not clicking on it, but it's right here in that button. So this response is in, is unacceptable. You can just regenerate it. So let's take a look at this campaign name, flawless fall. 
You're so awesome. The concept. Celebrate the transformation and colors of autumn by drawing parallels to the perfect coverage and flawless finish that that new concealer offers. Here's the imagery information. Oh my gosh. Here's some taglines. Embrace a flawless fall with autumn transformations now for your skin. Okay. I mean, it's kind of silly, right? Fall, (laughs) whatever. But anyway, you get, you get the idea here on all the, all the things that we could do. Look, social media ideas. I asked it to give me some social media ideas. And then for the launch event, consider hosting a virtual launch event in the theme of fall retreat. Oh my gosh. Let's regenerate it and let's see what else ChatGBT comes up with. Flawless October. Oh my gosh. Here's the theme. Embracing the change of the season, just as your concealer embraces your skin. Oh my goodness. Amazing. Amazing. TikTok. Facebook, polls and quizzes, Twitter, so bonkers. Wow. Okay. So you get the idea. Let, we'll just let that keep going. Okay. And and let's, while well, that's finishing up, oh my gosh, it's giving me post-launch. Oh, wow. This is incredible. Okay. Was this response better or worse? Um, we're just going to tell it better. So it could keep doing better. So real quick, before I stop sharing my screen, you'll see here, these are all the searches that we had today. You can change, you can change um, the title, edit the title here. Um, you can also delete it. So I'm going to delete that one, right? So again, chat uh, GPT 3.5 or GPT 4. Four is paid. Isn't this fantastic? Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to stop sharing here. Okay. Oh my gosh. Chat GPT is amazing. You see how this enhances, it just enhances our leadership role. Again, this means nothing about your morality. It means, it means nothing about you as a person. It just means you're using a tool to help you enhance your vision for your department, for your leadership practice. What it's doing is opening up your creative mind. It's opening up your ingenuity. Maybe you've been dormant for a while. Maybe it's been nice and quiet in that brain. And maybe you need just a little shake up. Maybe you just need a little excitement. Use this tool to create those ideas, to create those campaigns, to create ways to streamline your leadership practice. That's what this is all about. That's what. That's why this is so incredibly helpful. All righty. So let's see. Q&A. Debbie, you're back. Hi, hi, hi. Super helpful. You use it for performance evaluations. Amazing. Yes. Yes. So yes, your HR department has issued out the standard uniformed performance, employee performance evaluations. I get it, right? And maybe sometimes you need some help with the proper way of articulating a challenge that an employee has. And you just want maybe go into chat GBT and ask it, how do you, you know, how would you word, um, helping an employee with time management, or how would you um, provide feedback in an employee evaluation form if an employee is having problems with time management, right? So you just get to play with the language in ChatGPT, and then that will output some ideas. And then you get to tailor it and tweak it and make it, put it in your voice 
and copy and paste it into that document. And that goes in an official record. Simple, right? Um, very good, Debbie. Thank you for sharing that. Lisa says, thank you. Oh, good. I found that helpful. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So my friends, it is one minute till the end of our time together. I hope you found today helpful. Just to recap, this is a tool just like your Apple watch, your Fitbit, like just like my my planner, your 90 day planner that you use. It's a tool. This is a tool, by the way, to rewire your leadership identity for real. This is neurological rewiring for you to be more effective, powerful leader. It's a tool. It's a tool that I use, that my clients use, just like ChatGPT. My clients use ChatGPT every day. I use ChatGPT almost every day. And it's what I get to use to enhance my creativity, to open up my ingenuity. It's in there. I'm a genius. So are you. You're brilliant. And so instead of being bogged down by that 54% administrative tasks that you do, that's 54% of your role is administrative tasks. How about you ask ChatGPT? Take one role, take one specific role within that scope and plug it in there and ask, how can I, how can I streamline this better? How can I actually make this more efficient? Or how can I, you know, make the make this 10-step process into three steps? Just play with ChatGPT because the point is to use a tool that is designed to enhance your life and your leadership practice. But remember, it's a tool. It has no emotions. It's not tied to a human either. You're the human. You're the one with the judgment. You're the one with the discernment. You're the one with the compassion. You're the one with with empathy. You are the one with the soul. And so use it to bring life uh, and energy and more creativity into your leadership practice. All right, dear leaders, thank you so much for your time today. I hope you found today's uh, masterclass helpful. It was so good. All righty. I look forward to serving you on our next live session. Take care. Bye. Hey, leader. Do you want weekly leadership tips, coaching, and training straight to your email inbox? Yeah, I thought so. Head over to drdenisesimpson.com forward slash leadership. Again, that's drdenisesimpson.com forward slash leadership. Just submit your name and your email address and we'll get started right away. I look forward to serving you inside your email inbox. See you soon.